Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, glory, 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 glory. Another beautiful day to be alive. Another beautiful day to be alive. Hallelujah. 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 Everybody's not alive. <laughs> they may not be asleep, but they're not alive. <laughs> Only those who have a hope in Jesus are alive. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Kadabaha Sana Mama Kosiki Babo Sayeke. Lata Mama Hasaye. What I mean by that, if you don't have hope in Jesus, you are not alive, you are dying. If you don't have hope in Jesus, you are not alive, you are dying. You're not living, you are dying. And and even though you're above ground and not in the ground, technically you are dead. Because the Lord said to Adam and Eve, if you eat of this tree, you will surely die. And from that moment they begin to die. And from the moment we come out of the womb and embrace our mother and father, we are dying. We only become living when we trust in Him who will give us eternal life. Hallelujah. <clears throat> uh-huh. <clears throat> Many people say they're living. They say they're living based upon the things they have. They say they're living based upon the commodities and the successes of uh, the Babylon Empire. They say we are living. This is the life. But that is not the life. You are dying. That's just the fabric in your casket. You are dying. If you don't have hope in Jesus, you are dying. <laughs> but Jesus says, if you believe in me, you shall not die. But you shall have eternal life. Martha said, yes, I know it, the resurrection. Jesus says, I am that resurrection. Adabakasai. When you believe in Jesus, you not only believe, you don't only believe in the man of Galilee, you believe in the word of God himself that says you will be with me forever. And when you accepted him into your heart, you stop dying and you begin to live. You was oppressed by your sins and your addictions, but when you begin to believe in him, you became living. Uh -huh. Is anybody living this morning? Are you living this morning? Are you living or are you dying? You can't be both. You're either living or you are dying. And if you're living, you not only have hope for this life, you have hope from every moment after this life. 
Lada bakasa, worrying is a part of your old life. Worrying is a garment of dying. Lada makasa kabohose. Things getting worse is a part of dying. Things going bad is a part of dying. What I fear the most has come upon me is a part of dying. That is your destiny. Your destiny is dying. Most people gravitate and try to cling to a destiny of dying. They try to cling to some climax of life in this life, but that is not living, that is dying. You're just picking out your casket. You're just picking out the way you want to die. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Uh -huh. mm. Hallelujah. The, the Pharisees said to Jesus, there's a woman that had seven husbands, you know, and they all died on her. So who's her man? Well, that's not exactly what they said, but that's the way I'm wording it. Who's her man? Uh-huh. Jesus said, you are sadly mistaken. Because in the living life, uh, there is no man except me. In the living life, there is nothing but me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the time you crawl out your womb, from the time you go to preschool, and therefore, after, everyone is encouraging to pick out your casket. What you gonna die in? But I want to tell you what you're going to live in, not what you're going to die in. Some people want to die in a Mercedes. Some people want to die in a big house on a hill. Some people want to die in a good career. You're just picking out what the casket you want to die in. Because if you can't see beyond this life, you are not living. You are dying, and there's a climax in your old age, and you're dying. Only when you... Accept Jesus to be you become living. Hallelujah, hallelujah. People, this life is like a light bulb. That light bulb is at its strongest, at its strongest point when it's first screwed into the socket. And every day after that, that light bulb gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer until one day it don't give no light at all. And that is man, he has but a light, a breath in him for a moment. And that light is getting dimmer every day of your life. And sometimes even your successes, the reason they're successes is because your eyes have grown dim and you can't see no better. But that is not so when you accept Christ. You get brighter every day. You get brighter every day. You get brighter and brighter to the point that you don't even need this body no more because you have become the light of God, the Son of God. I am glad that uh, through careful prayer and long planning and goals scratched out and written back in and the help of counselors and directors and banks, I am glad you have finally decided what casket you would like to be buried in. Hello, you we will be more than glad to help you pick out your casket. Yes, hallelujah. 
Yes, that's what UE does. It helps you pick out your casket, what you want to die in, even the way you want to die. Yes, I want to die right there in that place. I want to die doing that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's so many failing and guiding lights upon this earth that help you pick out your casket. <laughs> the way you're going to die. But I'm here to pick out the way you're going to live. Because the day you die to dying is the day you begin to live. The day you die to dying is the day you begin to live. And as long as you is helping you to pick out your casket, you have no eternal life. Hello. Very seldom will you ever see a teenager picking out their casket, but they do, you know. Everybody's picking out their casket. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What do I need a casket for? <laughs> the Lord says, if you trust in me, you shall never die. Hello, I'm not just a friend that you have a little talk with. <laughs> I am the resurrection walking beside you all the time. I am life. Let the dead bury the dead. Because if you follow me, you don't need no casket. You follow me, you don't need no UE degree. You follow me, you don't need no university. Hallelujah. Our whole life is consumed with the quality of the box we're going to be buried in. Jesus says, give no thoughts to those things because if you walk with me, you're not going to die. Hallelujah. There is a city that is four square. There is a city. Oh, my. There is a city somewhere. And there is a book that has my citizenship in it. Let me look forward to that. And if you can't dance to that, you're a devil looking for a box. You're looking for some proof that you lived in this life. You're looking for some success so they can write it on your gravestone. Once lived, but don't live no more. Hallelujah. And now you're home to crawly things in a box. Soon you'll be in that box and everybody will have forgotten about you. Hallelujah, but he who walks with the Lord don't need no box. Enoch didn't need no box. Elijah didn't need no box. Moses didn't need no box. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're worried about your life, worried about what you're going to wear in the box. There is a land that is fairer. Oh, hallelujah, where we shall never die. And there's some linen waiting for me up there. That's unlike anything that man in this life has ever worn. Some of you trying to pick out the hearse you're going to ride in. I want to ride in a Ferrari to the box. Mortal man is ignorant in his entirety. His whole life is practicing his burial. What car he's going to ride in and what box. You just climb in one box to the next box to see which box you look the best dead in. You pick out one career and another career just to see which box you look the best in. You spend your entire life picking out a coffin and riding in a hearse. You crawl out of the womb and by the time you can walk you start to pick out that box. You even go to school so you can die properly. You're worried about what everybody's saying about you because you only got a few short days to do something where you can have something written on your tombstone that makes you look good in the box. You're trying to have a fan club so you make sure that when you're in the box and they're preaching your funeral, somebody's going to come and see you off when you're dead, but there is no off. You're just dead. You're picking out your hearse. You're picking out your, your coffin. You're picking out your box. You're picking out the cemetery you want to be buried in, and you're trying to make enough friends and fans in this life that somebody will show up at that place where you're going to die. Hello, they're going to pick the coins off your eyes and forget about you. When Jesus died, they put some burial cloth on him. But when they come back, the burial cloth was left behind because he says, I ain't dead yet. Y'all put me in burial cloths and you rolled that tomb up on my eye. You said I was dead, but I ain't dead. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The doctor's saying you're going to die soon. Hello, Jesus says there ain't no such thing when you walk with me. You're looking in the mirror every day. Uh, you're looking in the mirror and all you're going to is death. Um, you're trying to keep your countenance till you get in the box. 
Hallelujah. You ain't worried about what you look like in front of life. You're preparing for death. The Bible says if you try to save your life, you will lose it. And everybody's trying to preserve yourself. What can I do? You're out on the road exercising and running. You're doing all kinds of things. You're eating healthy things. You stand away from the pig. And you're doing all that so you can die in a box. Just prolong the dying. But when you fall in love with Jesus, you can eat the pig and not worry about it. Hallelujah. Mikey Sabahai. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. You're reading health magazines and you're listening to the doctors and you're doing all this. And just, to, just to have one more day before you go into the box. But if you believe in Jesus, you know that he is life. Hello, you're trying to tell me you're trying to take care of yourself. You ain't trying to take care of yourself. You're worrying yourself to death. And you don't believe in the resurrection. You don't believe there's a place just right over yonder. You don't believe there's a place when Stephen was dying and he saw the Lord sitting next to God. You don't believe in that place. You don't really believe there's a place beyond this place where the saints of old and the saints of now and the saints of tomorrow shall live on forevermore. Hello, it's a fairy tale you comfort your mind with because in reality, everything you do is about the box you're going to be buried in. You're not even a good Pharisee, you're a Sadducee. You don't even believe in the resurrection. That's just something you tell yourself when you're scared. That's just a nightlight in your coffin. You don't really believe in the resurrection. If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be worried about dying. If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be worrying about somebody killing you. Paul believed in the resurrection. He believed in the finality of the resurrection. He preached. They killed him, drug him outside. He went back in. He said, if a cat's got nine lives, I got more. Kill me again, and I'll come back. The Sadducees, you don't believe in the resurrection. If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be doing all these things to try to stay alive. Jesus is alive, and he lives inside of you. You come to church and tell yourself fantasy so you can have a night light in your coffin. You're scared of the dark. 
You live your whole life for the box. And you go to church so you can have a nightlight in the box. But Jesus says, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. You're supposed to be a light. You're supposed to be a light. You ain't no light. At most, you're an insect light. You're living your whole life in the box, and you go to church for a nightlight in the box. <clears throat> I'm surprised somebody ain't put a nightlight in the box already. Yeah. With a lifelong battery. That lifelong battery ain't lifelong, you know. If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be thinking about dying all the time. If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be thinking your time is short. Huh? You want to get married before you go in the box. Don't you know marriage is only an escort for fearful people till you get to the box? Hello, I got up on the Pentecostal side of the bed this morning. Don't you know marriage is only a walking stick for the fearful people till you get to the box? Because when you get out of the box, if you ever get out of the box, ain't no marriage in heaven. So what is marriage? It's a walking stick. For a crippled old soul, it's a walking stick. To help you get to the box. And church is only a nightlight for you in the box. Make it be. Oh, glory to God. Even the worms believe in the resurrection. The Bible says where the worms never die. But you don't believe in the resurrection? It's a fantasy like Santa Claus. You don't really believe there's a land that is fairer than fair. You don't believe there is a city for a square. You don't believe there's a city whose streets our goal. You don't believe in the mansions, hi? It's just a nightlight for your old fearful soul. Because if you believed in that, <laughs> you'd make every effort. If I have an inheritance like that waiting, why am I worried about what kind of box I'm going to be buried in? I'm a sick of a whole sick of a What do I care if I'm sawn in two? The fearful mind, old Sadducees. 
The saints of old believe in the resurrection so much when the lion was in front of them in the column singing, they said, come here, kitty. Come here if you think you can kill me. I'm going to haunt you all the days of your life. Because if you eat my flesh, and what is insurance anyway? You're just afraid you can't afford to get to the box. What's very insurance? You, you, you're looking forward for the box, but you're afraid when you get close to the box, you might not have enough money to buy a box. You know, there's some tribal people, they don't even believe in Jesus. When you die, they take you out in the field and let you just deteriorate the natural way. Oh no, he put you in a box, in a box, in a box. Where are the saints of God? Where is the witness of God? Where is the witness of God? We are called to be a witness. Of what? Of Santa Claus? You are called to be a witness of what? The word of God manifested in the flesh. Lived among us, walk among us. The storms couldn't do nothing to him. He died and came to life just so you would know. You theologians. All of you just trying to have the biggest box. You don't even believe in the resurrection. <laughs> Jesus died. And we forget the biggest miracle. He says, I must do what the Father told me to do. Everybody must know I love the Father. They kill him. Three days later, he's up walking around. And the disciples had been with him, still couldn't believe it's him. Hello, ho, ho. Hello, you got anything to eat? You got any McDonald's, KFC laying around? You got anything to eat? How long must I be with you before you realize they can't kill me? 
Hallelujah. Baba Hosiki Menekesiki. We trying to figure out the infusion of the blood of the Lamb. We trying to figure out if uh, he had a girlfriend. And if maybe there's a descendant somewhere still around. There's a bloodline. You coffin searchers. Hello, let me explain this to you, A, B, C. I died on the cross. I stayed in the tomb three days just so you know I'm dead. And I come out. And I walk among you. And I appear to you and 500 of you. And as far as the scripture, forgive me for not knocking, but y'all was so worried you couldn't even hear me knock, so I just appeared before you. Now you got any KFC? And after he'd been with them 40 days, he says, guess what? Now I'm going to my father. The Lord passed the moon before they ever even thought about putting somebody on the moon. He says, I'm coming back for you. I gone to prepare a place for you. Uh, I ain't going to prepare no box for you. He told Peter, somebody else going to dress you in your old age, but this is the way you're going to glorify God. That, bo that box ain't your end. That box ain't got nothing to do. Huh? We think the quality of life is who dies with the biggest box. What was the box you lived in? Nekobohosikiki. And all of you want walking sticks to the box. And you divorce that walking stick and find you another walking stick. And then you make some little pall barriers. And if they even come to your funeral, they'll probably come high. <laughs> Not gonna need this body no more. Do 
whatever you want to do with this body. But you better be careful while I touch it because there might still be some ghost in it. Mm. A bunch of Nicodemuses. You only believe in Jesus after he dies. And then you're going to bury him because he was a good man. <laughs> hey, they should have rented a tomb because he didn't stay in there long. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rent a box. I'm going to rent a coffin for three days. I'm going to be like Houdini. I'm going to rent a box. Put it in a cage. Make them put chains around it and locks on it. In three days, I'm coming out. Oh, no, I'm going to do better than that. When I leave, you ain't even going to find it. <laughs> Swing low. Y'all singing like it's some kind of cabin on a hill. Carry me to life. Because I still living. I outlived the body. Eh? You know why you're under the doctor so much? Hmm? You afraid your body going to die before you? <laughs> I go, I live the body. Uh-huh. And if I do have a funeral, I'm going to come out and aggravate people. Let you know I ain't dead. Hallelujah. Peter. Up on the mountain of transfiguration. Hmm? Elijah and Moses show up. And he wants to build a house for them. Peter did, you know, as John said, you, you don't know what you're talking about. What, what house they've been living in all these years, Peter? 
And you all at once are going to build him a house up on top of the mountain. Did it ever occur to you they might have a house already? Since they've lived a long time before you. Jesus said to the Pharisees, you are greatly in error. God is God of the living. But, but what can we say about your dimming light? You're called to be a witness of God. A witness of what? That if you pray, somebody might not shoot you? If you pray and wear your mask, you might not get the virus. Saints that's ready to fight the devil and the biggest of devils. And they see that little needle of the vaccine. And they start doing the Our Father. And they're not even Catholic. They forgot their Pentecost. Supposed to be soldiers of the living. <laughs> I don't know if this is a true story or not, but somebody went to get the vaccine the other day. They're right-handed. They say, oh, no, not this arm. Put it in this arm. Just in case my arm rots off, you know. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know the whole story, but that's my version, and I'm sticking to it. and laugh at the devil. He's stupid. Y'all scared of the devil and he's scared of you. Why is it when you talking stupid and acting like Batman, you think that's the devil? Don't you know that not only is that the devil, but when you're hiding under your bed, that's the devil too? Yeah. <laughs> How do you think the devil's so able to put fear on you because he's fearful? The book of Revelation 2,000 years ago said he knows his time is. And he's just running around looking for some dummy to hide in.
but you're called to be a witness. And Jesus said to them, you wait right here till the spirit comes. And you are to be a witness of all these things. And even, even when they persecute you and hand you over and take you to the synagogue of Satan, take you to the churches of Satan, take you before kings, you worried about your life. Luke 21 says, and the result is that you will be my witness. But you're living in a cave with your family and they start to persecute you. You're not a witness of God. The fact you're fighting back with them tells them you know you can die. The only reason you fight with death is because you think it can kill you. If you have overcome death, then death does not scare you. And Jesus says, even if they do put you to dead, just fake it for a minute or two. I'll come get you. <laughs> Why do you fight with your family that persecute you? Why do you fight with people that don't accept your religion? Why do you fight with people that don't, don't accept your faith? Because you don't believe it either. You only fight with that that you believe. Why are you looking under your bed for boogers? Because you believe there's boogers under your bed. Why are you looking in that skinny closet for the devil? Don't you know he's fat? Think the devil's in your antique dresser. <laughs> That's the reason you're not a good light. Because people threaten to put your lights out. If you know they can't kill you. You would just keep preaching. What'd you stop and defend yourself for? Hello, saints. What'd you stop and defend yourself for? Why are you stopping and defending yourself? Keep on preaching. Keep on witnessing. Huh? Hello. Somebody run off and find a walking stick. Huh? And you feel rejected. Somebody run off and start a cake business, and you feel rejected. Huh? You think the bakery is the Satan? Huh? Somebody put something on your post, and you feel rejected. 
Don't you know the Bible says the end is not going to come with no post on Facebook? As lightning in the sky. When he comes, you will see it from one end to the other. People reject you. You done gave up the ghost. You're feeling dead. You feel like the box is coming soon. Because you don't believe in the resurrection. If you believed in the resurrection... You wouldn't let these walking stick finders deter you. It just keeps shining for Jesus. Keep shining for Jesus. Keep shining for Jesus. The vaccine is the mark of the beast. Hello. If the vaccine is the mark of the beast, he ain't got very big fangs, does he? So you're trying to say the vaccine? You're trying to say the beast is China? If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be doing half the stupid things you do. You wouldn't be doing all the stupid things you're doing. One minute you're feeling rejected because somebody. You sit down at a table and somebody gets up and leaves you and you feel, I'm going to die. <laughs> Hello. Prayer, I might expose you this morning. That's all I can say. Uh, I've had enough of stupidness. Hello. You go to funeral to preach somebody's funeral, and you get to thinking about your box. Uh, and the churches of Satan, we all talking around. We all sitting around talking about our retirement. What does the Bible say in them? I retiring? Inheritance. What does the Bible say? A great cloud of witnesses? Hello, don't look for me in no Houdini coffin. I'm going to be up in the atmosphere shining with the rest of the saints. Because the Lord has made me worthy. Great cloud of witness. That's why Jesus is going to come back and just overtake the world because it's in the heavenly realms, you know. But we are churches of Satan. We're just talking about our box. This is box I'm going to die in. Do you, do you think I would look good in this dress? You think I would look good in this suit? Uh, we priests of the Gospels, we're trying to look so fashionable. Huh? 
Yes. We, we, we want to wear name brands. You don't believe in the resurrection? You don't believe in the resurrection? If you believed in the resurrection, you wouldn't be talking about the box. Huh? And the nightlight you're going to put in your box. Mm. And the hearse you're going to ride in. Huh? And I don't know why you chose to be buried so far away. Because you spent a whole lot of time riding to get to the cemetery. Huh? It's like by the time we learn to read, Mama and Daddy says, Come on, my child, let's go to the funeral home and pick out your casket. How you want to die? If you're not sure how to do it, we'll send you to a university. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. The prosperity gospel just fell over like weeds. Come here, kitty. The saints of old, they used to walk miles just to get to the arena. Huh? You like Jonah, you done got on a cruise ship going the other direction. Isn't it? You, you know, Jonah's got a very big family, you know. The seas are full of Jonas. All them cruise ships. <laughs> but that small fang serpent found them on the boat and gave them virus, you know. on a cruise once and I was having this epiphany I said Lord please don't tell me I'm going in the wrong direction <laughs> I'm sorry right now I just love Jesus I'm not even afraid of my wife right now Hallelujah, glory to God. I'm like Stephen, throw rocks at me. Right here, right here. Kisatabakasa, Adabokosege. <laughs> 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 
You know, we don't believe in the resurrection, you know. Uh, I remember when I first come to Trinidad one time, this guy kind of hit the side of the vehicle I was in. And he had, man, he was one kind of devil, you know. And, you know, he slapped me and I never felt a thing. I just laughed and drove off. And he run back to get in his car because he going to chase me. His car wouldn't start. <laughs> and I laughed some more. Uh, so the next morning I got up to see if my eye was black just to, you know, like some of you preaching the gospel. And then you wake up in the morning and thinking the devil none got you. So I get up and look in the mirror. Not a sign. I laugh some more. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, in the church, we have some sick soldiers. They run for battle. They don't run to the battle. The greatest battle they see is on their big screen TV. And you're always coaxing those people on the TV, you know. Shoot them again. Hit them, hit them, hit them. Shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. Hit them, hit them, hit them. And somebody say one bad thing about you on Facebook and you're ready to die. Hallelujah. The Bible says if you shrink back. He won't be happy with you, you know. You let too many people bother you. You're a witness. You know, I want you to catch, I want you to catch epiphany. I want you to catch an epiphany for your life. Yeah. That's not the flowers they throw at the wedding, you know. You're called to be a witness and to testify about the goodness of God. Hmm? Yes? And if you can't do it a lot with your mouth, do it with your successes. The, the priest, or at least priests should be those that, I don't need no successes to confess Christ. I don't even need no teeth. <laughs> well, some people are not as bold as others, so maybe you need some successes and say, the Lord has blessed me. But we call to be a witness. Not of the box that we can have when we die. We're called to be the witness to him who they killed and could not kill. 
and to him who says, he is with us to the end of age. And I realized something, that there's epiphany here you need to get, an oracle for your life, yes? That's not the name of the, the uh, whale that swallowed Jonah. The oracle. <laughs> Hello, you'll catch some of those jokes. In heaven one day you'll catch them. Hallelujah. Huh? I just saw a strange vision. I saw same I saw this vision of me preaching in heaven. I was like on a monitor. After the world is over with, I'm still preaching. <laughs> Glory to God. I love to tell the story. I am called to be a witness. I'm called to testify like the two witnesses. You know them two witnesses in the book of Revelation? Sometimes they walk in it. I'm walking in power. But you know why you can't be one of those two witnesses? It's not that you don't like the song. I'm walking in power. But sometimes them two witnesses walking in power. Sometimes they did. Somebody done killed them. They laying there on the ground. One of them looks at the other one. How long we got to pretend to be dead? You know three days is the custom of the Jews. If you ain't dead three days, they ain't going to believe you dead. Three days. Hello. The Lord said he'd give us rest. Yeah, I, I'm tired of laying on my side. Right. Yeah. When you don't see nobody looking, turn. The other one says, that dog run off of my foot. <laughs> the other one said, I don't worry about it. You'll get it back. <laughs> I could stay there for a long time, but. One of them says to the other one, all these inhabitants, they think it's Christmas. They're giving each other gifts because they killed us. The other one said, tell me again why we had to let that beast kill us. You know, I could have whooped that big dog, you know. Hello. Hello. You know, there is no surprise. We got to lay here. Three and a half days, and then we're gonna stand up on their feet and scare them. See? 
It's important that people think they kill us every now and then. Because if they don't kill us every now and then, they won't know we got resurrecting power. So then can I slap that big dog? Yes, you can slap the big dog then. Uh-huh. See, that's epiphany right there. That's an oracle from the Lord right there. Sometimes you got to let people kill you just for a moment. Sometimes you got to let people run their mouth on you. And you just act dead. Oh, you hurt me. The worst thing you can do is when people bad-mouthing you on uh, Facebook or WhatsApp. Best thing you can do, don't block them. What, what, what are you doing? I block you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Let them think they're getting through to you. If you don't have the stomach for it, you don't have to read it, but, you know. Uh, um, let them think they're getting through. And then they're going to think, they didn't block me. And they're not retaliating. Then they get scared. Maybe they're Jesus. <laughs> Somebody didn't catch that. See, some of you, you couldn't die on no cross. You see that cross, you run. So they throw some insults at you. Either on Facebook, WhatsApp, or something, you know. Or they tell somebody that tells somebody that tells you. And so days go by, you know, and they think, they didn't block me? They didn't say nothing bad about me? They starting to get scared. They think you're up to something. You ain't up to nothing yet, but you're going to get up. <laughs> My victory is not to act like I didn't hear you. My victory is to act like I don't care. Who are you, you short-toothed dragon? You gummy bear. <laughs> oh, some of you need some lessons in on how to hurt people. Mm-hmm. How to hurt people. Now, some people say Jesus had to stay in the tomb for three days because the Jews believe unless you stay in the tomb for three days, you ain't dead. Truth is, I think the Lord just wanted to scare the hell out of the Pharisees. When he died, he made this guy go dark. And 
And then he went into their temple and ripped that big curtain. <laughs> I said, how do you do that? Are you on the cross? <laughs> so then he plays dead. And then he comes out. See, that's why you hurt people. And then when he comes out, you know. Well, he did bring a bunch of dead people with him, you know. <laughs> they kind of walked around, you know. <laughs> Lord. He done opened up the tombs. <clears throat> but they can't find him, you know. And he's not retaliating. That's even more scary. Isn't it scary when your enemy don't retaliate? It makes you wonder, what, what's he up to? All these apostles, they, 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 these mighty apostles, they there, you know, having their pity party. And Jesus just appears. See, we are called to be a witness. But because you don't believe in the resurrection, you believe in the grave. You work for the grave. You work for the grave. Some of you saints in church, all you're worried about is your good name. All you're worried about is your good name. Worried about what somebody says about your name. You know people have been cursing Jesus ever since he come up on the earth. And he just don't care. He laughs at them. How is it when somebody says something bad about you? You get so upset because you're afraid that's going to depreciate your box. You're afraid you might have to go to the cemetery without a walking stick. You're afraid you have to buy Paul Barrier yourself. And how did Paul get to all those funerals anyway? That sounds like you need to name some of your children Paul. At least they have somebody show up to bury you. <laughs> what are you worried about all that for? No, because you don't believe in the resurrection. And here's the epiphany in the oracle for your life. And I realize this is what the Lord has been telling me. Testify. Let the vile continue to be vile. Let the wicked continue to be wicked. Let them curse you. Let them insult you. Let them love you. Let them hate you. Don't be swayed by any. Because if you're swayed by any, you can't witness. Huh? You ever seen a light bulb come out of the ceiling and help you find something? I'm the light. But have you seen? I'm the light. Help me find. The light can't help you find. The light is the light. See, the reason you are not the witness you're called to be because you're worried about your box and you don't believe in the resurrection. Huh? You believe you're a candle that's going to wear out. 
No. I'm called, you called to be a witness. What people thinks about us? Hello, I'm the light. I didn't say you was ugly. That was you in the mirror. <laughs> I'm just the light. And I didn't tell you that outfit looked good on you. So when everybody laughed at you, you can't blame me. I'm just a light. <laughs> I'm the light. I'm the witness. I'm the witness. Nobody wants to be the witness unless they can be one of the two witnesses. Don't you know that's just symbolic? Probably of Paul and Peter, the apostle for the Gentiles and the apostle. Of the Jews. You've got to be a witness. Whether they kill you, they love you, it don't matter. Yes? Don't run from the ones that want to kill you. And don't run off and make a walking stick out of the ones that like you. Stay do you know there's light bulbs in hell waiting for the judgment? Did you know that? There's light bulbs in hell waiting for the judgments. Hmm? It's in the Bible. Yes, you didn't even know they had light bulbs, but they do, you know. They didn't know to call them light bulbs. It's more like fire bulbs. But there's light bulbs in hell waiting for the judgment. The Bible says so. It says those angels that did not keep their position. They're in gloomy, gloomy dungeon. I guess they're shot now, aren't they? <laughs> it's gloomy. They can't shine down there. They're called to be a light. They left their place of authority. They left their position. And what you going to be? If you unscrew yourself from the light socket. Huh? And run because some little children are threatening to break you. And what kind of light bulb you going to be and where you going to go if you unscrew yourself. And run off with some walking stick. Jesus says lean on me. Well, at least the song does. <laughs> See, you're called to be a light bulb. A light bulb don't have legs. You're called to be a lampstand. A lampstand don't have legs. Some flaky lampstands. I don't know where my place is. Your place is wherever God puts you. That's where your place is. I don't know where my place is. I don't know how to find my place. You are a lampstand. You're supposed to be wherever God puts you. Well, I don't like this place. 
People can't see my good side. You are a lampstand. You ain't got no good side. You're not even important. It's a light that comes off of you. Well, I deserve a better place. You deserve to be in hell. Than that gloomy dungeon. With the rest of you shot out bubs. says you're the salt of the earth i'm a light i'm a light bulb where's my place wherever god puts me i'm a lampstand the greatest revelation of the book of revelation is the seven churches are seven lampstands that means you put there to shine yes not put there to say i need a bigger church I need more candles. You're there to be a... If you understand this concept, first you've got to believe in the resurrection. But if you understand this concept, because if you don't believe in the resurrection, you're going to try to find you some kind of walking stick before you leave. Even if you love the Lord, but if you don't believe in the resurrection, you're going to be trying to find you a walking stick, a nice hearse to the cemetery, and a nice box. On some nice hill. Yes? Right? I don't know where they bury you these days. There's so many floods. I'm surprised there ain't dead people floating around everywhere. I'm sure they are. We just ain't heard about it. Huh? Just, just flood you right out of your casket, you know. Uh-uh. A lot of people losing their caskets these days, you know. My sympathy. There goes my casket. There goes my hearse. There goes my pallbearers. There goes my walking stick. (laughs) And no ball and chain is a walking stick. But when you accept the fact, God has called me to be a witness. What kind of witness are you if you're part-time? You're a light bubby. Come on in the daytime. No. That's what some of you are. You're a part-time light bulb. What am I supposed to do with a part-time light bulb? I need you to come home when I want you to come home. If it's cloudy outside, I need you to come home. Can you imagine? Go to Price Mart, Walmart, somewhere, Costco, somewhere or another. Can you imagine going there? Light bulbs on sale. Part-time up. They're part-time light bulbs. And they don't even come on by schedule. They just come on when they want to. Hmm? They come on when they want to. It. Hmm. Kind of like some people in church. Hmm. I've been in churches and service be going good. 
Somebody be there half asleep a whole service. And the pastor dumb enough to ask that one to pray. And somehow or another, he catches the spirit at the end of service. <laughs> Hello, we want to go eat? Where was you at a few minutes ago? You only want to shine when there's other Christians around. You're afraid to be a light bulb all by yourself. Uh, no, if, if you catch the epiphany and oracle of this, listen. Forget about what people think about you. Forget about the box. Forget about your place. Your place is wherever God puts you. And if God decides to put you in another place, that's where he wants you. you your job is to testify. Your job is to be a witness. Now, I understand some of us are not ready to give up our day work and become a full-time lampstand. But you're still supposed to be a witness. You're supposed to be a light. Not only to your family, but co-workers, anybody who's around you. You're supposed to be a light. Yes? And if God has made you successful, that's a part of you. That's your lampstand. That's not your light. That's just your lamp stand. Uh, yes. Some of you, it's kind of like having this beautiful lamp stand. Wow. That is a gorgeous lamp stand. Ooh, that's an antique. Ooh, that's valuable. That looks like pure gold. Huh? And then I go uh, and I turn you on and you don't come on. Or you shock me in the wrong way. Some of you ain't even Pentecostal. You don't even come home. Uh, let your light shine. You know, and hid your light under the bed. You ain't going to put your light out on the table where everybody can see. And the only time you want to shine is when there's other Christians around. Huh? Some of you get so brave when there's other Christians around. But when you're all by yourself, I ain't no light. <laughs> or I'm shot. <laughs> no. You must learn to be a witness and forget about. Listen, think about a light. People going to sin in the light. People going to dance in the light. People going to praise in the light. People going to do a lot of things because of the light. Oh. You just got to learn to be the light. If you want to do wickedness while I'm shining, all right, do your wickedness. I'm the light. I can't unscrew myself and come down and beat you up. And I can get no x-ray powers. That's not my place. That's not my place. Now, when those two witnesses were prophesying, walking in power, I don't know if they're walking in power or not. They're two olive trees and two lampstands. When's the last time you saw a lampstand walk? Unless your house was haunted. When's the last time you saw olive trees walk? So while they're prophesying, nobody can harm them. That means you can't harm the words. You can say all kinds of things about me, but you can't harm my words because my words... 
Our words are from God. Now, they may try to kill you later. Now, sometimes they don't always physically kill you, but they, they try to say anything bad they can about you. You can't stop shining. You stop shining and come down and whoop them. What part of not shining you don't understand? You got to be the witness. You got to be the witness. One day, one day, according to that sixth church in the book of Revelation, they're all going to come back and bow down at your feet. Some people say you ain't supposed to bow down to nobody. That's not entirely true. When you talk to evil about somebody, a lot of evil about somebody, the Bible says, the Lord says, I'm going to make you come back and bow down at their feet and say that I loved them. So if you don't like bowing down to people, you better accept my testimony. And the reason some of you can't preach because you don't believe your words come from God. You don't believe in the resurrection and you don't believe God is really using you. That's why you're a sorry nightlight. You can't even shine when the moon ain't out. Be a witness. And a witness is not somebody that goes around talking. Listen, if you're going around talking about people all the time, how can you witness about God? And what you're witnessing of? The kingdom of Satan? You're a witness of God. You're a witness of his love and his mercy, and you must reflect that. Huh? Yes, they killed him, but Jesus still didn't utter harsh words. When he come back, he didn't kill him. You must learn to be that witness. You must learn. Listen, I am not going to die. But if you reject my words, you're going to die. I'm not going to die. And you shouldn't be preaching if you don't believe it's God. I'm not going to die. You might kill this flesh, but I ain't going to die because what's speaking is not me. I'm not going to die. But you must believe in the resurrection. Otherwise, you think death is the end. And the end of your life. When you know that box ain't the end of your life, then you're brave. The bravest people on earth, or at least act brave, are the ones that don't think about death. But you Christians, you think about death all the time. Huh? All the time you imagine all the ways you could die. And you're so worried about your name. Weren't you supposed to die a long time ago? You're so worried about what people say about you. You're so worried about your good name. Hmm? You got three or four people, five people talking stupidness about you outside. You worried about it. Hmm? Or you hear somebody talking about me and you want to call me and let me know. Hello. It's my name and you hurting. 
Why are you hurting for my name? Am I worried about that? Forget those cake makers. Uh, those Betty Crockers. I ain't gonna worry about that. Hello. First thing is, honey, you ain't even my worst enemy. Them dummies might get lucky with an arrow one day, but it ain't going to hit me till God gets ready for it to hit me. Huh? Listen, I've had many enemies. But the Lord has taught me. I don't know how that makes you feel that you're not the best. But... See, see all of you ready to die for Jesus right now, you're lying. Y'all see one comment on Facebook, you ready to dead. <laughs> Listen. It's not easy to accept that death, but the truth is, your place is where God puts you. And you're called to be a witness. Let the vile be vile. Even let them be vile to you. Quit worrying about what people saying about you. Huh? Jesus says, listen, if, if they talk about you here, dust your feet off and go, go over there. Huh? Just keep going. Just keep going until the light goes through the whole world. Just keep shining. And when I say keep going, sometimes God ain't telling you to leave. Sometimes he's telling them to leave. Hmm? I'm a bad donkey lampstand. You want to leave? You leave. <laughs> mm. Donkey's stubborn, you know. And Jesus says, wait to get the power. And then I'll show you where you are to shine and for how long you to shine. Listen, you can't worry about those things. You got to know how to throw them things off. Listen. You are in a world where everybody wants to make a name for themselves. Now listen to me. I'm going to tell you what offends the devil the most. And there's a reason why the devil don't like the name Jesus. He can handle God, but he don't like the name Jesus. The whole world from the time they're small, and parents come right along. You're going to be somebody someday. You're going to make a name for yourself someday. You're going to have a place someday. Hmm? You are special. You mama special baby. Huh? You mama's special baby. But that today, mama's special baby ain't even Houdini. He's in a cell and can't get out. 
They go to UE and they say, wow, you got a talent. You gifted. You special. You have a destiny. You have a purpose. Hmm? Some high schools and things, there's king, the king and queen and valley Victorian and da-da-da. Most of them just end up being drunks. It's all about making a name and rising your name up. And say, when somebody likes me, come along and say, you ain't got no name like Jesus. That's offensive. When I say that, there is no other name under heaven. He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings and Entrepreneurs of Entrepreneurs. It offends the devil and every creature that walks upon the earth. Nobody wants to hear that light. I did this and I did that and I did this. All things were made through him and for him and by him, honey. It was not made by you. And you didn't do nothing God didn't allow you to do. Hmm? Pharaoh says, I'm mighty, I'm mighty, I'm mighty. The Bible says, I raised you up for this purpose. I made you big so I could drown your big body in the sea. Yes. There was a young boy in all the days of his life, his mama said, eat your greens like Popeye, you know. Eat your spinach. Eat, eat. One day you'll grow up and be a mighty man. Every day mama said, one day you're going to be a mighty man. You're going to be a mighty warrior. You're going to be a mighty soldier. Ain't nobody going to be able to fight against you. That was Mama Goliath. Goliath, he out there on the battlefield, had all Israel hiding behind rocks. Said, Mama was right about me. Hmm? Praise your son too much, you'll find him in prison one day or walking around with his head cut off. Mama's right about me, I'm special. Can nobody beat me? Some little hairy red skinned boy comes up <laughs> with his slingshot. Hmm. Goliath. And then all oh, once this little rock come flying through the air like a mosquito. <laughs> and then Goliath wakes up. He says, I don't remember being this short. <laughs> Who's this little boy holding my head? <laughs> How my body get over there? 
mama, you lied. I'm not special, mommy. Jesus special, mommy. You lied to me. Jezebel, you lied to me. You got my head cut off, telling me I'm big and I'm going to be somebody bad one day. I ain't bad, mama. God, get a wheelchair for my head. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, my UE degree is acting up. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Some husbands and you can't go to church. You got to stay home and cook my rogi. You got a man in that church. I know you got a man. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Huh? You got this big house in San Fernando. Up on the hill there. You got this big house in... Um, mm, Westmoreland, yes. And you got this big house in Enterprise 750. There's a mansion. Oh, my two-story concrete house. Oh. There's a place in glory. Streets paved with gold. Oh, only thing gold in my bathroom faucet. That's the only thing I got gold in all my house. I don't want to come to this church no more because that man got a gold street and all I got is a fake gold faucet. I can't even afford a gold ring around my bathtub. I got it around my finger. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Nobody wants to see the light. It's impossible to see God and live. Because his name is above every other name, and that fights against the core of your very existence. The reason you walked in church today, well, next, next week, the reason you walked in church, you and your Coast Guard biceps, You come to church like you're going to a gym. And then the preacher says, like, power in that name. 
There's power in the name of Jesus. And all at once, your Coast Guard biceps are down here. Oh, something fighting inside of you because the devil told you you was the strongest, you the baddest. I'm the Coast Guard. I've been sent to save all the women in the house. And the preacher says, no, he's the savior of the world. Uh, a doctor sitting on the front row. The doctor says, I'm a saved doctor. A lawyer sitting on the front row. <laughs> I'm a saved lawyer. And the preacher says, in Pentecostal form, ain't no healer like Jesus. <laughs> Can't nobody get me out of trouble like Jesus. And you loan shark of a banker, God is my provider. Even the undertaker is not happy in church because the choir is singing. Ain't nothing going to hold my body down. Mm. Hello. I'm drunk on the ghost today. An embarrassment, you just might as well stay in the bathroom. I don't need you today. You can't save me no way. You've been lying to me all these years. I had two friends. I used to have two friends. One was named Embarrassment and one was named Shame. They said, stick with us and we'll take care of you. But one day Jesus came and saved me from my two friends. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Uh -huh. uh -huh. You can't depoint me as a preacher when God appointed me. And just because I know some chords you don't know, that means I'm smarter than you. Lord, I'm going to have to explain that when they didn't catch it. Just because I know some more chords and keys that the choir don't know, that means I'm smarter. See, they can't even reach my level yet. They ain't never put those keys together. Me? All things are possible. <laughs> Hallelujah. So for all you that are, that are blessed and talented enough to sing out a key, that's a blessing, you know. 
because Jesus is the key. <laughs> and you singing without all those other keys. Jesus says, I have the keys of death and hell. Can't nothing stop you. You don't need nobody else's keys. You sing in my key. And all you broke gurus on Facebook and YouTube, all you broke gurus going to tell me how I can get rich by buying your book. Only one book I'm interested in, and that's the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm in that book. Mm. Everybody wants a documentary about yourself. You don't want to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. Or an autobiography about yourself. You ain't even done nothing. Huh? You fought one devil, and he's still in the bathroom. Now we want to walk... Now you want to write a book about your life. I'm sorry, ain't nobody safe today. You better get saved. <laughs> you better get saved, that's all I can tell you. You better get saved or find another channel. That's all I can tell you. Because it's my ambition this morning to offend every devil. I can get my claws on. Yes, I said claws. Hello. <laughs> and if I ain't offended your devil yet just hold on hold on patience <laughs> patience patience glory oh, to patience <laughs> patience hallelujah mm. Oh, glory to God. <sighs> if these days had not been cut short for the sake of the leak, you know. <laughs> y'all thought, always thought that was some demon that was going to cut the days short. Huh? The Bible said it. If for the sake of the leak, those days going to be cut short. Yes, so I'm going to cut the muscle. The message short today. Y'all thought that's the devil gonna get you. Ain't no devil gonna get you. The light gonna get you. <laughs> the light gonna get you. The light of God gonna get you. <clears throat> I'm about gone. I'm about gone. <laughs> How much longer can I stay with you? Hello. Hello. Where's the undertaker? I'm having a hard time staying in this chair. Is there an undertaker in the house? I'm having a hard time staying in this chair, you know. I feel like flying. <laughs> Mm, glory to God. Hallelujah. Huh. What I have, you can have. But there's no vaccine for it. So make up your mind you want it. 
Hello. Now you religious people singing this little light of mine. This little light of mine. You and your false humility. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, 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 shine. This little light of mine. <laughs> Hello, a mosquito won't even come to your little light. Don't you know when you are light, the mosquitoes come, the bugs come, the devils come when you are light, they come to persecute you. I'm going to fry you. This little light of mine. This is it. That light ain't even bright enough to be a night light in your coffin. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> Honey, your problem's calling Jesus a little light. He's the light of the world. Hallelujah. He's a light so bright. The candle stand. The lampstand just gets consumed in the light. Whew. Just a light. Just light. And there ain't no star way up there in the heaven either. Huh? Listen, the resurrection is real. There's a place there. I don't know what he's going to do with all of us, but there's a place there. And sometimes I wonder if some of you could really change. <laughs> some of you, I don't know if death would kill you, heal you or not, you know. I, I just, be honest. God bless your little soul, you know. I love you, but I don't even know if death would fix what you got, you know, but... <laughs> but God knows who the Lord sets free is free indeed you know you know some of these theologians think after this life there's a millennium and after the millennium there's another cycle and you know it's kind of like it's kind of like a stupid washing machine we got right now. It's got so many cycles. <laughs> the Bible says it is appointed. It is, this is your destiny to die once. Yes? Die once. That's your destiny. Not you eat. Die once. And face the judgment. But some of the theologians, you know, you're going to die. And then there's going to be this transcending place and then it's going to be this millennium and then it's going to see the, the reason they come up with all that nonsense is because they know some of you they can't envisioning one death fixing you 
some Christian theologians are just really Hindu uh, reincarnation people, you know. Hmm. That's why them Hindus, they think, you know, they know one death ain't going to fix you. Sometimes you might go backwards, come back as a chicken. Uh. But there's Christian theologians that think, okay, they're, they're, okay, we, so we're going to live through this life and we're going to live through these bowls and we're going to live through this and then there's going to be a millennium when they put Satan in the abyss. Listen, ain't but one way you're going to get rid of the devil and that's put all of us in the abyss because all of us got a little devil running around in us. But they envision all these deaths, you know. So, oh Lord, it's going to take forever just to get to heaven. And the reason they do that because they know some of you. They don't think one death would fix you. <laughs> I, I, I kind of agree with about some people, you know. I try to hold them down longer in the water, but they just fight, you know. I know you know what I'm talking about. They come to church. But Lord, do they love to the quarrel. Uh, so unless the Lord pulls their teeth or wires their mouth up, you know. Um, isn't it true? Ain't there some people you think, all right, all right. I'm glad they're in church, but I don't think one death is going to fix them. For some reason or another, I just can't envision it. I just can't envision them being nicer after death, you know. Now, my mother and father, they fought all their life. And back before the pandemic came, I guess it was. I don't know. I was standing somewhere right in there. And I had a vision. And I saw my mother and father up in heaven. My mother went before my father. And then my father went. And a little while there, around the, right before the pandemic, I had this vision. And I saw them in heaven. And Jesus said to separate them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was a vision of the Lord or not. But that's what I said. I said, Lord, I'm glad they're your problem now. Ah. <laughs> uh, the Lord and I, we have these conversations sometimes. But, but he, he, no, if anybody can make those two, shut up and be nice. It's God. <laughs> it's God. <laughs> I have faith. Not in myself, but I have faith that God. Huh? My eyes may fail me, but the Lord won't fail me. My vision may. And, and that morning I was having that vision. I was trying to do a deliverance, you know. But they're already in heaven. I don't know what kind of deliverance you do. I'm trying to do this. I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see them being nice to each other. I just couldn't get there with it. <laughs> but what's impossible with man is possible with God, you know. And with that being said, you know, I apologize if, I, if my visions just don't have the visionness even after you're dead to see you as a nice person i know all things are possible with god 
And that's even for me. But just because I can't see somebody change doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that the resurrection is not real. Nor does it mean I have to stretch out this whole timeline of revelation uh, until you ain't got no more strength to quarrel <laughs> or be deceiving. Yes? Quit wearing your short skirt to church, whatever. Um, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know there's some people. Boy, I just, I, just, I just can't see them changing. I want to see them change. <laughs> I, I, I want to see after they come out of the flesh. I'm thinking, all right, most of the problem's in the flesh. So once they come out of the flesh, they'd be a nice person. But I'm sorry, some of you, it's very hard. <laughs> I have to plead the blood of Jesus. I say, Lord, I know you can do it. I, I, know, I know you can change this person. I know you can. And I know you're going to change them for the resurrection. I know you are. Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe some of you never thought about the afterlife. I thought about it. I thought, what kind of people are we going to be on the other side? Uh, ain't going to be nobody on the other side? Try and tell them angels how to set the tables. <laughs> or trying to redecorate my mansion. But when the Lord touches you, you know, anybody can change. There's a resurrection, you know. We're going to another place. Ain't no grave going to hold our body down. Oh, no, 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 no. You carpenters, you can't build a coffin so good. Hello. Ain't going to be no sticky door. It's going to open. Mm. Mm. And guess what? You don't need money to get there. You don't need degrees. But this is the thing. You have a chance in this life to be a witness. What kind of witness are you going to be in the grave? Huh? Only the worms going to see your light. I just had this vision. I had this vision of this person. They went to a Pentecostal church because their wife went to a Pentecostal church. So every Sunday, you know, those Pentecostals, you know, they like to speak in tongues of angels and men and Chinese people and other people. That have a whole side, you know. So, so for the first five or ten years of his life, he really did try to speak in tongues. He finally gave up. Time came when he died. They put him in the box. Yeah. He opened up his eyes. He saw this army of worms coming after him. I mean, thousands and thousands of worms. And all of them had little bibs on. But they had a knife too, you know. But it was, 
but they had little bibs on. <laughs> I, I hear somebody speaking in tongues right now. So there's all these little worms with these little bibs on. And you know in that place the fire never goes out. It's a barbecue every day. So I see these little worms, they crawl around. It's a cute little bib, you know. This man didn't have no problem speaking in tongues, you know. And he flew out of that box before they opened the door. I think he was singing, I fly away in tongues. Huh? Don't wait till you're a thief on the cross to be a witness. Hmm? Now, the Lord blessed that thief on the cross. He did one good thing. And the Lord says, I want this thing written down in books and I want everybody to know this story. So here's a man. About to take his last breath. But he turns to God. Says, we got what we deserved in life. Not him. Jesus, remember me. And the Lord says, listen, I mean, here, here's something you did. I mean, you've already been killed. You're just dying. And the Lord says, put this in a book. Because I want everybody all over the world and for generations to hear the testimony of this thief on the cross. That it's never too late. To let your big light shine. It's never too late. Not your little light. You save your little light for the night light in your coffin. It's never too late to let your big light shine. Uh, it's never too late. Don't matter what you've done. You can start shining. You can start being a witness right now. And if this thief on the cross found his place... Huh. That's a pretty good place to put a light up on top of a cross. It was, it was Jesus. He's the main light. And then there's this other light. It wasn't too late. So everybody knows about the thief on the cross. Everybody knows about Judas too. He let his black light shine. But didn't know about that thief. Huh? Found paradise. Not too late to let your big light shine. I say it's not too late to let your big light shine. Title of the message, let your big light shine. Let your big light shine. Somebody might say you're not educated. That's all right. I'm almost dead and I still qualify. Somebody may say you're not charismatic enough. Somebody may say you stutter. Somebody may say you don't know enough scripture. Somebody might say you goofy. Somebody might say you silly, spinning around in a chair. Hello. 
my shame and embarrassment. Well, they kind of got killed a long time ago. Mm. They come back to haunt me every now and then. But the ghost can take care of that. Hmm? Let your light shine. Let your big light shine. I mean, you're really the lampstand. Jesus is the light, but you can say it that way. Let your big light shine. Huh? Quit wanting to die. Quit wanting to have some fancy box to die in, some night light and some walking stick. Well, everything you do is out of fear. Nothing you do is out of life. You will have no life you quit living f the fear of death. Let your light shine. Your big light. Big light. Big light. Hmm? Hmm. And if somebody says, you're boasting if you say, my big light. Well, I have a big God, so it's not really boasting. My God is so big, he makes my light big. Mm-hmm. Now, I know. If you have endured this message to the end, I know you're feeling pretty good right now. All fear is gone. Shut the door. Quick. Shut it. Shut it. Shut it. Shut it. Shut it. Don't let it back in. 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 Lord, kill our shame and our embarrassment. Because if we are ashamed of you, Heaven be ashamed of us. You know what that scripture means? I said I was going to be short today. It's hard to be short. You got to be born with that gift. You know why the scripture says, if you're ashamed of me, Heaven be ashamed of you. you. Know why he says that? If you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Heaven be ashamed of you. You know why? Because God set you up for such an opportunity to shine. That thief on the cross, I don't know if he had other times to shine, but he had that time to shine. Hmm? Yes? And maybe the other two thieves could have been the, uh, I don't know, the two lampstands, the two witnesses. Oh, one of them didn't make it. Oh, Lord, won't his mother be ashamed. Huh? It says the two witnesses are the two lampstands before the Lord of the earth and so. Some scriptures say he was born, he was, he was crucified between two thieves. Uh, one of them didn't burn. 
I guess that's them five virgins. Uh, it's them five virgins. They didn't really go to get more oil, you know. They went to get a pedicure. And some of them glue on lashes. I bet the woman at the well wish she had on some of them glue on glasses. I wish I had some glue on lashes when I was working on the farm because that'd be good sun visors, you know. You had them glue on lashes like that, you know, that would keep the sun out of your eyes while you're working, you know. <laughs> Hello, I'm sorry I'm stupid today, but that's the way the Lord made me today. I don't know how he's going to make me tomorrow, but this is the way he made me today. I am the work of his hands. But heaven will be ashamed of you because it set you up. To be such a great witness for God. And instead of shining, you think about a box. What kind of casket you gonna be buried in? Where are you gonna be? What's your place when you die? Huh? You're trying to fine-tune your religion and get everybody to love you, so you got a nice little night light inside your box. And then you're going around all the churches trying to find a godly walk stick, walking stick. They can help you get to the... Because you don't believe in the resurrection and you don't believe God calls you. Heaven would be ashamed. The great cloud of witnesses would be ashamed. You've got an opportunity to shine. And when do you need to shine the most? When your followers don't like you. When your enemies are the members of your own household or own church. Hmm? No, that's when I shine the most. When they take me before synagogues and take me before kings. When they persecute me. When they say my doctrine's wrong. When they say I tell too many jokes, when I say I do this, when uh, no, that's my opportunity. Not to defend myself, but to shine. Uh, yes. See, you heard of John the Baptist. Hmm. Jesus said, I played a funeral song and you didn't cry. And then I played a joyful song and you didn't laugh. Hello. I ain't just don't like eating locusts. So I took the other one. <laughs> I don't like eating locusts, so I let John have that one. He, he kind of likes that. I'm the joyful one. 
the whistling one. <laughs> Hello. I am nobody. I am just a light. And that's all I want to be. And all that matters in this life is not how many people like you or don't like you. Did you bear witness? Did you portray the testimony of God, of his goodness, his love, his forgiveness, his endurance, the character? That's all that matters. In Revelation 13, when it's talking about all them beasts, and it says it calls for patience and endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. Those who go in captivity are going in captivity. Those who be killed with the sword be killed with the sword. But it's about to be in that witness. That's all that matters. Revelation chapter 1 says Jesus is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead. When you saw Jesus, let them kill him. And he played dead for three days. <laughs> and get up. He's the firstborn. Why is it? You can see somebody slide down a slide. Jump off a cliff. Or sometimes in a big rain pour, you know, there's a gush of water shooting out of a, a, a rain pipe is not connected and everybody wants to go out and get in it. Once you realize they don't kill the first one. <laughs> that means they should be something in us. They want to be second born. And third born. In fact, we are called to be the firstborn, not the firstborn, but the family of the firstborn. That we understand that if they kill us, they can't kill us. Because we are the witness of God. People of God, you, you need to focus on being a witness. A witness. Yes, not the prettiest YouTuber, not, not the preacher everybody loves, not the motorcycle preacher. I told you I'm going to get everybody before it's over with. Not the kitchen cooking preacher. Not the preacher with many children. Uh, just focus on being the light. Wherever God puts you. In whatever body. Even the Hindus know that. Whatever body he puts you in. Quit making a fuss. And have faith in God that he's put you in a place where you can be the light. Now shine. 
and lead people. And when people insult you, shine. And when they try to distract you and want you to quarrel with them, shine. And when you tell them there's no name, there's no other name, and they're never going to make a name for themselves, and they're never going to do anything that God doesn't allow them to do. John says, he must increase, I must decrease. A man can only receive what is given to him from heaven. People don't like that message. You're going to have enemies if you're preaching the message. You're going to offend somebody. You're going to offend some people. They just like you because they're trying to be Christians. <laughs> some people ain't going to like your message. But you keep in the light. Because one day they're going to come and repent to you, you know. Listen, don't quit being bothered by what somebody says about you or what somebody says about your church or what somebody says about your pastor or your prophet. Quit, quit bothering. Huh? Hello. And they put their walking sticks on Facebook and say, I got the best walking stick. This is my little walking stick. Yo, one-legged saint. Stop, stop. Don't let people, don't let people stop your shine. Don't let people stop your shine. Don't let worry stop your shine. Don't let the weather stop your shine. If everybody runs off and leave you, don't let it stop your shine. Have faith in God. People will run away. People will leave you. People will reject you. But God will never leave you. He's the only person that can stand me. Even when I want to run away from me, he pulls me back. He's what makes me stand. He's what makes me stand me. He makes me want to stand. Be the light. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is in your house right now. The witness is in your house right now. I shut the door on fear. Shut the door on the coffin. Quit thinking about your coffin. It's the Lord's day. <laughs> Quit thinking about your coffin. Quit thinking about your nightlight. Quit thinking about your walking stick. Quit thinking about all those things. Uh, the light is in your house and there's a joy that's there. But your devil is concerned. He's saying, but why are we happy? Tell us again why we're happy. Why are we happy? Bills are due. Why are we happy? Every time he say bills is due, laugh at him. Just laugh at him. Just laugh at him. Every time he says he ain't got no money, laugh at him. Just laugh at him. I have money, you know not. Oh. And the devil's saying, you're killing me, you're killing me. 
I hope so. I can't wait for you to die. And I'm sorry, when you die, when you leave me and get out of my life, I'm going to be so happy. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Mm. The Lord loves you. Mm. I pray the Lord gave you some joy today. Yeah. If you didn't have no joy today, you either don't have no teeth or too much religion. <laughs> Hallelujah. God loves you so much. God loves you so much, and by the time he gets through with me, I'm going to love you so much. So. But I'm loving you by faith. Mwah. Have a blessed day.